Welcome to Have You Got The Guts To Be Really Healthy. Chapter 11. Weight Loss Without Dieting. Diet versus Natural Eating. Enjoy the episode. Chapter 11. Weight Loss Without Dieting. Before I begin, if you snuck to this section without listening to the book up to here, you may be missing some vital information. The information in the book to this point, which is vital to understand before continuing to listen. This book has assisted thousands of people to see that better choices do make a difference. From here we go deeper into why some people lose weight and others don't, and why diets rarely work. With the ever-increasing weight gain across the world, followed by ever-increasing diseases, with obesity becoming a common factor, it's become apparent that with all the low-fat diets, the no-salt craze, the exercise regimes, and the hundreds of weight loss diets, books and videos, that they're not having much success. Over the years, Don has made many predictions, and many are now becoming a fact. For example, a few years ago, he started saying that mobile phones will eventually be banned for young children, and that we've reached a time in history where we'll be burying our children. Already, some countries prohibit the use of mobiles in schools, and the awareness of the adverse effects of mobile phone use is being mentioned by the media. If mobile phones were safe, why are there scores of protective devices being sold? Now, Don's going to make another prediction. If we don't change the direction of the way we're living, especially what we eat, and take notice of the environment we live in, then the human race is heading for extinction. This is not a statement without credibility. Just look around at what's happening all around us. Children with cancer and diseases at younger and younger ages, when in the past that simply didn't happen. Cancer figures are on the rise, with heart disease still the biggest killer. If disease is not the final reason for extinction, then have a look at the ever-diminishing fertility rates across the world. In some cities, where there was once a single fertility clinic, there are now 50. With billions of dollars being spent on cancer research alone, with not a single cure, isn't it time for us to make our own changes and choices so that we don't become another statistic? So, let's cover the subject of weight loss. Because with weight loss comes a healthier body. Or is it better understood that with a healthier body, weight loss is a foregone conclusion? Over the years, Don has been involved with what he calls visual medicine, that is using tools to see why the body is not functioning very well. It hasn't mattered what tool he used, he's never found a healthy person who was overweight. But if you are overweight, don't think you're on your own, because Don very rarely finds anyone these days who he'd call very healthy. In fact, it's not often that he finds anyone who couldn't lose a few kilos. We've become conditioned to seeing larger people, but it's now getting out of hand. So let's look at what could be the basis of this epidemic, called obesity. For a long time, Don's had the theory on weight gain, and it's based around animals that store up fat and reserves, increasing their weight because a difficult time is coming. His best example is the polar bear. The polar bear stores everything and increases its weight during the summer months to be prepared for the difficult time to come, that being a long, cold winter without food. So to survive the long cold winter, the polar bear goes into hibernation and during that time, its body lives on the reserves it's built up. Without these reserves, it would not make the long cold winter. Now, let's take that concept and apply it to us. What if when the body is in trouble, that is, we are not very healthy, we start the same process? Our bodies are far more intelligent than we give them credit for. What if this were true? and obesity was simply our body storing up as much as it could for an emergency that could be coming. It wouldn't be applicable to anyone who was healthy, as there would be no reason to store up reserves. 
That is why Don keeps asking the question, are there healthy people who are overweight? With this in mind, we now move towards the simplicity of what if we took on board the idea of improving one's health status? Then watch and see if there is sustainable weight loss. Here lies the problem. What does it take to become healthy? In Don's talks, he presents the simplicity of being healthy, and it's not all about what we eat. As you would have heard already in this book, we are not what we eat. We are what we absorb. So Don now puts forward the suggestion that if we cannot absorb, then we have little chance of getting the nutrients from the foods we eat to our cells. To enhance on that, if nutrients can't be extracted from the foods, then there is little chance of nutrients getting to the cells where they are needed. Without nutrients getting to the cells, there is little chance that the body can do the necessary repairs it needs to do on a regular basis. And a regular basis is based on every living moment. With reduced nutrients getting to the cells, disease would naturally begin to set in. With reduced nutrients to the cells, they automatically become ill. And in the process, so do we. We consume food to extract its goodness and convert it into energy. It stands to reason that if this is not happening, then we are actually in a state of malnutrition. That is, we are malnourished. There are millions of people who are obese and malnourished at the same time. And this applies to more than just obese people. This applies to most of the population. Now, we're in trouble. So to save the body from malnutrition, it starts to save everything it can for the emergency. So Don often uses this phrase, obesity is simply malnutrition. How simple is this? If obesity is simply malnutrition, then what's the point of changing your diet? What's the point of starving yourself? And what's the point of excessive exercise? They're all simply a waste of time without first addressing nutrition. Just eating a healthy diet is not the answer if the nutrients from that diet are unable to be utilized. There are millions, if not billions, of dollars being spent in weight loss industries that is not and never has addressed the real reason behind weight gain. Don's spoken to endless amounts of people who've tried every diet they can find, eating plans, exercise regimes, and stomach clamps, and he has yet to see an improvement in health on any of these protocols. Yes, we see weight loss, but at what expense? Often the initial expense is the cost of one of those weight loss plans, but the real expense is the individual's personal health. He's only talking about the people he's had contact with, and he's open to being proven wrong. If Don's not on the right path, then he says, get in touch with him, and he will alter his approach. But to date, he has yet to see another alternative. For many years, Don has seen an ever-increasing number of cases of weight loss where all else has been tried, and by focusing not on diet, but on improving the gut and getting nutrients to the cells, not only created weight loss, but most importantly, the weight loss was sustained. A toxic body is attracted to toxic food, but when the body is healthy and it knows what foods are good and what are not, guess what? It chooses the better choice. It's only us who sabotage the healthier choice. Just the other day, a business associate of Don's called him a few weeks after he went home with one of the fermented probiotic foods that he's been using for many years. His granddaughter had been measuring his waistline for some time and said, Gramps, your tummy's getting smaller. The reason he rang was to make the point that he hadn't changed anything but used the foods that Don gave him that are easily absorbed. To make this more interesting, he was only using half a teaspoon a day. This is just another example of Don's theory that overweight is the byproduct of not getting nutrients to the cells. To him, it's as if the body says, Wow, we're getting nutrients, amino acids, vitamins and minerals on a regular basis. 
Let's start getting rid of the emergency kit. Let's burn off some of this fat that was stored for the emergency. It looks like the danger is now over. All of this may sound like a very unscientific way to go about losing weight, but guess what? It works. And it's been working on a regular basis over a very long time. Testimonials such as, Don, I have to tell you I've lost 15 pounds in four months, and the only thing I did was to take your fermented foods. Now add what you've heard up to this point in this book, have a look at your environment, and the next chapter will talk more on changing your environment, and watch not only your weight come down, but the ever-increasing improvement in your energy and health. This is a vital part of being healthy. But there's more. Getting nutrients to the cells, even though it's extremely important, is only an introduction to better health. The importance of feeding the body what it needs to replenish itself to Don is the first step to weight loss. As you've heard throughout the book, there are many blockages that occur that will prevent healing taking place. For example, if you've been affected by mold, yeast, funguses, heavy metal poisoning, if you have parasites or have had too much exposure to radiation, these also can have a negative effect on gaining better health. These can act as blockages and cause the immune system to be working overtime to keep you free from disease. It's here that Don's begun to use hair screening technology to find the primary reason why optimal health is not being achieved. Once found, the rest is easy. The process can be found at www.newfirm.com backslash hair screening. Distance is not a problem as you simply send your hair to the nearest scanner outlet and in just a few days you have the primary reason at your fingertips. Saves a fortune in unnecessary products as once the primary reason is exposed, the rest is a lot easier. Now it's time to ice the cake. That's only a statement. Please don't go out and have any cake just now. We're on the path to better health. And sugar, preservatives and all the other chemicals in processed foods are not going to assist us at this point. There are no good nutrients here. So I'll leave this subject alone and get back to the more important issues of weight loss via a healthy body. If the sound of the word cake sent the saliva glands into action, then there is more work to do. Sugar, as you now know, is addictive. But as the body cleans up, the sugar cravings reduce and go away. Water. Good water. Perfect water. Water is the linchpin. This is the liquid that will wash out the rubbish and replenish the cells with hydration. Now, let's not confuse hydration with drinking water. I know many people who drink abundant amounts of water but are not hydrated. Like eating food and not getting nutrients to the cells, drinking water does not necessarily mean you'll be hydrated. One has to drink water that has some quality before getting its benefits. Water is a living thing and can be destroyed just as food can be contaminated with chemicals and preservatives. The section on water earlier in the book covers a lot about water. And every year Don learns more about the importance of water and how to improve its hydrating powers. Our water these days is contaminated by chlorine and many other cleaning agents, including aluminium. And in many places around the world, the use of fluoride destroys the value of our water even more. To gain the hydrating value of water, we must first remove the chemicals where we can and look at processes that enhance the value of water. Water is energy, and it supplies us with a life-saving energy of which we cannot live very long without. There are many energetic ways to improve the value of water, and at the end of the book, there are some contacts for products that assist in doing so. Weight loss without dieting is a great concept, because most overweight people do not have the energy to exercise. But as time goes on, and the energy increases as a few kilos drop away, 
exercise is the bonus that makes the whole issue of weight loss really jump into action. Sure, we can lose weight without exercising, and it happens all the time. But then there are limitations to how much weight is lost and to what level of health will be achieved. To achieve weight loss, and especially without dieting, there are some rules that need to be followed. As we know, diets never seem to hold, or in some cases, are a complete failure. Why? Because the focus has mostly been around food intake and exercise. There's more to being healthy than just a change in diet. Yes, diet is a real factor, but let's look at other issues that bulk up the kilos. As already covered, getting nutrients to the cells is a priority, and this can be achieved with fermented foods or fermented food products. Don uses a range of probiotic foods, foods that have been fermented so the nutrients, vitamins and amino acids are more readily available. This provides nutrition at a level we don't get from food these days. And to show just how little nutrition we get from food, we have to start people on as little as one-eighth of a teaspoon of powdered food for first-time users. Now Don and the team do this so that the introduction of nutrition is gentle as some people may not have experienced real nutrition for decades. Even half a teaspoon is too much for some people who are very toxic. This all goes to show that being devoid of nutrition is a leading cause of obesity, because we often see that as soon as these foods kick in, there's an improvement. Water is essential, and, as discussed, the quality of the water has a bearing on being hydrated. Then there's having a gut full of active, viable bacteria, this was covered in Chapter 4 and well worth listening to again. All of the above is easy stuff. Get nutrition to the cells, hydrate, and have a gut full of active, viable bacteria. All very simple. But then there are some people where this isn't enough. Now, we have some interesting subjects to cover. Everyone is different, and that's why standard diets have virtually no chance of ever working for the masses. Don has always said, if the above is not working, then it's not the processes or the products, it's the person themselves. There's no way that hydrating, having a digestive system that works, and a gut full of good bacteria, probiotics, that anyone should not get healthier and or feel better. The only answer is they have a blockage, something that's blocking this life-saving formula. Don's original book was called What Stops People Healing, and it was based on blockages. This is the term that he puts on anything that interferes with the normal functioning of the body, such things as amalgams, toxic chemicals, radiation, parasites, and also one or some of the 15 myths that we spoke about earlier in the book, and worth going over again. These can all play a part in reducing the positive effects of getting healthy, and in turn limit the chance of losing weight. In fact, most of the myths covered are more likely to put on weight. So if these are not addressed, then weight loss is almost impossible. Don recently ran into a friend who took this information on board, and to Don's astonishment, he'd lost heaps of weight and looked many years younger. Don was so surprised because he had no idea he'd even listened at all. He gave up the smoking and had not had a drink for a couple of months. He had quite a good diet, but as soon as he removed the blockages, his health just accelerated. So there are blockages that are obvious, and then there are those that are deeply buried, and many of these are because of our thoughts. Don can tell many stories of thought patterns trapping individuals to the point where their thoughts consume them constantly. It's not uncommon for thoughts that cannot be let go to have serious effects on our health. One example is a customer from the UK while Don was working over there. He rang to purchase some probiotic foods, and when Don heard his name, he asked, You've been purchasing for some time now. How do you feel? 
Don expected him to say that he was jumping out of his skin because he'd been purchasing the foods for over a year. His reply set Don back when he said, Oh, I don't think it's making much difference. Of which Don then had to ask, Well, why do you keep buying it then? He then informed Don that it was one of those products he kept using because it felt good to do so. Don then proceeded to tell him about blockages and in that process spoke of thought patterns and many other forms of blockages and then asked him, What's your situation? His reply was, Oh, I don't sleep much. So Don then asked, What does sleep mean to you? Don doesn't know why he asked that question, but it just came to him to do so. The man then replied, I saw my father die when I was two, and I don't think I've ever slept since. With that, Don said, Then why don't we call this a blockage? And proceeded to recommend a contact of his to see if that thought pattern could be changed. Well, would you believe that a few weeks later, Don got a phone call from him telling him how good the product was. He'd cleared the blockage, and now the foods were working as they should. Don has many stories like this, where people would say that the product didn't give them a good result. One was a trial he was doing in a gym with the probiotic foods, and one participant was not advancing like the rest of the group. He was doing the entire program, but was still lagging behind to the point there was little change. After going over his case for some time, he eventually confessed he was drinking while on the trial. Not just a few beers. He was drinking copious amounts of heavy liquor. Therefore, all the benefits were being overridden by the alcohol. He did mention, though, that he woke up better in the mornings, but this was minimal to what the rest of the group were achieving. Blockages come in many forms. Another that Don has no science on, but seems to be common, is ladies who've been abused in their lifetime. While doing a lot of work in health camps, it became apparent that many overweight women had been abused as children, either physically or mentally. It was as if they had a protective barrier to either ward off men or protect themselves by being less attractive. This is not to say that all overweight women are abused. It was to promote the thought that an event such as this could create a blockage and once reviled could be addressed. To add to that concept, could a similar thing happen in men? Of course. And here's a good example. Many years ago, at a health camp, a thought process created an interesting result to Don's roommate. When Don first met him, he was standing on the other side of his bed. While introducing themselves, Don asked why he was at the camp. He informed Don that he was there because of his weight. Now, this fellow had the body of a G.I. Joe. He had a six-pack any male would die for, and his upper body was that of an athlete in pristine condition. Don couldn't help himself by saying, You must be kidding! Of which he replied, You've only seen half of it. From his waist down, he had the shape of an obese female. Not being derogatory here, it just looked like a female shape from the waist down, but extremely oversized. His story was interesting. He had a terrible relationship with a former wife and decided to have nothing to do with women until his son had reached the age of 21. Well, it was as if his body said back to him, OK, I can do that. I'll make you unattractive to women, and gave him a shape that would repel rather than attract. While at the camp, he processed the situation, and with some help from the person he did the processing with, had a revelation, of which Don will not print, but it was enough for him to see his blockage. Even though in those days Don didn't understand blockages, as he does today, he considers this as a blockage so big that it changed his body shape until the day he let the past go. Three months later, he came for dinner, and the cellulite hips and legs were now a normal size, and he looked like G.I. Joe all over now. This and many other stories of not letting go can have devastating effects on our health. For Don's roommate, 
No diet plan, no fasting or exercise was ever going to change his shape until he released his blockage. His was easy. He just stated he was not having anything to do with women without knowing the consequences of his thoughts. Toxic thoughts, repressed emotions, anger and frustration all have detrimental effects on our health. Case after case where simple reprogramming changes the pattern, Don has seen healing and weight loss take place. Some say we are our thoughts, and this has real depth. Beneath each thought, there is some form of emotion, and for every action, there is a reaction. If the thought is nervousness or fear, it can cause our hands to sweat, our stomach to react. We could feel sickly, and we could even get a loose stool or need to pee, just from a single thought. Now, make that thought a positive one, and the opposite will be the case. A feeling of elation, well-being, and nothing is a problem. We all have the ability to choose what thought we have. It's not anyone else's thought, but our own. What we chose will create the response, be it a good one or a bad one. Let me explain it this way. Imagine looking over a very steep cliff. Below you are thousands of feet going straight down into a valley. Your first reaction could be, oh my God, this is so dangerous. You react in fear, fear of falling. Your mind takes over, your stomach reacts. Fear sets in even deeper. You start to panic, your breath shortens, you gasp and leap back as your skin goes white and your sweat glands activate. You feel dizzy, fall to the ground, suffering from vertigo and a feeling of nausea, all from a single thought. An alternative choice from the very same spot. Oh my God, isn't this beautiful? Your eyes open wider as the view is absorbed, while the ever-expanding view becomes more and more interesting and impressive. You turn to your friend as you both see the beauty and expanse of our wonderful planet. Your heart is at peace. Your breathing is relaxed, and a feeling of euphoria fills your soul. There is only beauty before you, and the memory is put tucked away for future use when you recall that wonderful day when you looked into the valley. All this from a single thought. Can you see from the above scenarios that a single event can have detrimental effects on our health? Or it can be the exact opposite by seeing it for what it is, beautiful. If we could only see the beauty in life without any fear, then life would be perfect. This is only a small example of what a single thought can do. Would the person looking at the view as beautiful need a drug to settle their stomach, dizziness or vertigo? No, they'd go about their business as if nothing had happened, because nothing adversely did. Hanging on to a thought can bring on all sorts of conditions, for example, the person who saw the fear would start to sweat, heart rate increase, feel unwell every time they recalled that terrible day they looked over the cliff. Their recall of that flight and fight response could be so deeply embedded that they never get over the experience. By understanding that while in a state of fight and flight, we have less chance of digesting, remembering, our immune system is compromised and our stools could be looser. But worst of all, our body would have little chance, if any, of healing. The chances of a healthy lifestyle would be compromised every time that thought arose. Could this person lose weight? The answer is not at the same rate as the person who saw the view and the beautiful valley. Would a diet or exercise program make much difference? Not as much as the person who saw the beautiful view. Those thoughts such as, nothing ever works for me. Just reinforce that failure is the only thing that ever happens to the person reciting it. Or, oh, why me? How come everyone else gets the good stuff? 
These thoughts and a host of others where we diminish the option of ourselves as not being good enough or not as good as someone else creates the low self-esteem that prevents us from feeling confident and secure in our own destiny. Negative thoughts create negative energy and negative energy brings us down and while entrapped in that negativity we are not happy and so illness then has a foothold. Marketing companies thrive on showing us how good life can be if we purchase their products, always presenting the image that their products will make us feel better. Objects don't make us feel better until we feel better inside ourselves. But if we already felt better inside ourselves, we wouldn't need to buy their products to feel better. We would already be there. Don doesn't see many happy people who are seriously ill. Remember that saying, happy people are healthy. Or is it, healthy people are happy? Thoughts can control our life. And with that in mind, can you see how our thoughts could be having an effect on our weight, be it too skinny or too fat? The looking over the cliff scenario is just a single event. Now put together all the negative thoughts one can have over a lifetime and the potential for not being healthy even worsens. Every single person has thoughts that are better left behind. So finding a book that relates to we are what we think or living in the moment is a positive approach to changing the way we think. Change your thoughts and you change your life. Even better still, change your thoughts and watch the people around you change theirs. Life only gets better is a great motto. Say it, believe it, and live it. Weight loss without dieting, a process with the assistance of probiotic or fermented foods, hydration, a gut full of active bacteria, and a clear mind is achievable. Add to that finding the primary cause with a hair test, and we have a formula for success. There was no diet in all of this, but if one then uses the information from the myths earlier in the book, there is a recipe for not only weight loss, but a sense of well-being beyond what you could ever imagine. Weight loss is important to us, not only us as individuals, but also to us as a human race. By being conscious of our own weight or health status, we not only have a greater chance of living a healthier, enjoyable life without disease, we also offer a better chance to our children and our children's children for a healthy and fitter human race. With all of the above, and with regular exercise, not killing yourself exercise though, and a healthy outlook on life, one can only expect to live well into the future disease-free, with all the benefits that a healthy outlook and body will appreciate. Diets don't work. Lifestyle creates who and what we are. Did you enjoy weight loss without dieting? Forget diets, as diets cannot work because only lifestyle and good clean food products are what the body needs. Not starving yourself or being on a fad diet. Yes, they have a short-term effect, but in the long term, that is not what our body needs. It needs nutrition, hydration, getting nutrients to the cells, positive thought, exercise, laughter, and being around loved ones. A famous TV exercise personality back in the 50s quoted, Diet without exercise is a waste of time. And exercise without a good diet is a waste of time. That was Jack LaLanne. And he would turn over in his grave if he saw what we are doing to our bodies today. I see weight loss in every trial I do using green barley and probiotic foods which in turn assist your own personal diet changes. You see, 
once your body starts to get what it needs, it asks for more. And in doing so, we simply lose the weight that we don't need. Why not try some and see if you too become a little bit more active as those kilos drift away? The foods can be found at probioticfoods.com.au. I look forward to your testimonial.